Oh shit, I'm rendering. Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to the first Game and Talk podcast featured on this channel. This is the home of Game and Talk podcast from now on. So make sure you tell your friends and your foes alike, because a view is a view, pal. I am, of course, RGT85, joined as always by Nate the Hate. Nate, how we doing? I am doing well on this chilly January evening. Lots of snow again and rain and more rain to come. It is just a wet and wild start of the year, I guess. We've been flooding. So good times. Sounds great. And Josie, how are we doing over there? I'm good. I just started school actually on Monday, so I'm doing a lot of homework lately, but I'm pretty good. That's exciting yeah it's awesome animal psychology it's my class oh you're studying the psychology of animals yeah it's really it's like i needed a science class and it was supposedly the easiest one and i'm studying film so i don't really like science very much um and i thought it could be interesting but it's insane it's just a lot of work apparently what what are you like studying like a, a goat or something no you like study how all animals behave and then okay. And then, like, you just have to, like, analyze their behavior and interpret what they that is meaning. And then we talk about, like, why they adapted these things. Tell me why. I don't know yet. I don't really know yet. Ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a mistake. Tell me why. All right. So we have a jam-packed show for you tonight, of course. Um but uh we're gonna start things off with somebody has played a new game that i'm not playing because i realized i don't i don't like the game like i used to i of course i'm talking about another code was it another code r yeah another code recollection another code recollection uh josie has been playing the game so josie how have you been enjoying it is this your first run through of the game so tell, tell me some details it is yeah i haven't played the other two um i am not the biggest visual novel person but i'm not opposed to them i didn't super like the the demo we had but it wasn't terrible so i just i picked it up to see if i would actually like the game and i do kind of like it the story's pretty decent there's a lot about it that is like fairly interesting uh but it's kind of weird and clunky like they take there's like an awkward pause sometimes in between the two characters talking and it's like this supposedly tense moment, but then it's just like not happening. So it's kind of awkward sometimes. And I don't know if that's just like a translation thing, like when they translate it to English, I don't know if something happened there, but it's okay. You know, it's not a game that I think is great or necessarily that I recommend to people. I'm halfway through. I just finished like the first well, I think I'm more than halfway. I'm almost finished. I have like two more hours with it, actually, I think. Uh, and I finished like the main thing. And now I'm onto this little separate quest that ends the game. So, yeah. I, so uh, you're doing, um, you're playing the first game, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, is it, I, I'm wondering. So it's like a remake, right? Of both of the old games. Is that what it is? Yeah. One came out on the ds and one came out on the wii okay I never, so, but the wii one was i think japan only so i'm pretty sure i just finished the ds story and i'm going on to the wii story 
Okay. I think. Because it, it was like basically the end of a game or that it was like, it's like, okay, now two years later, this is the new story. So I'm pretty sure that's what's going on. Yeah, really that, sounds, that sounds about right. I mean, it's been like, like a muscle popping. Um, it's been years since I've um, since I've played it. And I remember liking it the first I only like I said, the first game on the DS because it came out kind of early ish in the DS's life cycle and it had really good use of the touchscreen. Like I was a big fan of the touchscreen and like I liked traditional games on it, but I liked when a game was kind of built around it because it made it feel kind of like unique. So yeah. I, I played I played. Um, I remember liking the first one, but just playing that demo on the switch. I was like, mm, this yeah, this isn't a pretty boy at all. Yeah not look good at all and it's it does use some of the elements of the switch like there's times where for puzzles you're like rotating the switch with the gyro and stuff which was sort of cool but but yeah it's definitely i don't think it's as as good as i i wonder if that's what they they just replaced the ds features and switched them with the switch stuff i don't really know but yeah i would think that's probably what they did yeah like i'll get it when it's like well how much is it now? Is it is it sixty? It's sixty. It was a oh, lot. Damn. I, if it was like cheaper than that, fifty, forty, you know, maybe I would, I would entertain it a bit, but a little too rich for my blood right now. Well, the reason I got it was because I went to Best Buy because I had to return something, and then when I returned it, it was seventy dollars. So I was like, ah, girl math, it's free. So then I just got the other one. That seems a little sexist, girl math. Um, You've never heard we, about that? No. Before we get into our topics, though, of course, we have to give a shout out to the people who make this show possible. Trent A., our producer, our executive producers, William Hoag, Mr. Job. Oh, I said it wrong. Mr. Joe B., uh, Joshua Butts, a.k.a. The Butts Man, John O., Achievement, and, of course, the monthly sponsor, for the Spawncast Network Patreon. Make sure you guys sign up there if you haven't yet. Um, you get a bonus show after this show where you can ask us whatever the fuck your heart desires. You can ask MVG developer questions. You can ask John stuff as well. So make sure you guys sign up for that on the Spawncast Network. But our sponsor for the month is the Game Orb. Make sure you guys check out the Game Orb. He is a great channel. His link will be in the description box down below if it's not already um in there uh he does convention walkthroughs he does uh let's play videos he's on live on twitch so if you missed out on a convention and you wondered how it went down he does like these really good walkthroughs of it showing essentially everything so big shout out to the game orb once again for being our sponsor make sure you check out the spawncast network because john doesn't pay us and this is how we get money for doing his bullshit all right so we got some topics to discuss. Um, you know, kind of a kind of a light week, like you would expect it to be. But um, you know, uh, there's some some stuff happening out there. Obviously, one of the stories that happened um, yesterday was the official reveal of the date of the closing of the 3DS and Wii U online services. Now, of course. When something like that happens, you have to, you know, show empathy towards it and be like, oh, man, 
I'm going to be so sad because I play my 3DS online every day. And like, look, I get it. There's some good shit on the 3DS. Um, There's some good shit on the Wii U to play online. But, you know, this happens with every system. It's an unfortunate thing. But, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Like, I don't see, you know, the preservation society out there picketing in front of Nintendo like you know oh you need to you need to allow this or else you're gonna lose stuff because i mean you know games that pop in my mind that were um that i played a lot on the 3ds for online you know back in the day kid icarus uprising i loved the online and that broke your freaking hand but i love the yeah exactly ruffle mutt hack your 3ds but kid icarus was fun i remember Ironfall invasion was fun because it was like gears of war style on the on the 3ds but like it looked really good and it was a super fun game to play online but yeah you know it's a shame but it, it kind of is what it is and i don't know nate what do, what do you think about it it's just one of those topics that you know we went over this late last year when they announced the intention and the feeling is really just comes down to a situation of, yeah, it's a shame it's being shut down for the reasons that you have mentioned. There are some gems on the 3DS and the Wii U that have not been ported and are not playable on modern systems. So titles like Kid Icarus Uprising, you won't be able to enjoy that multiplayer. Super Mario Maker 1, you can't, you can't really have a back catalog of some of those stages that were created in that game xenoblade chronicles x all that those downloads and such that were tied to the game because that game hasn't been ported to another platform or even splatoon one but ultimately i mean this is just the natural cycle of how the industry is moving this is going to happen and we're going to lose access to certain titles and those multiplayer features but overall it really comes down to how many people were actively playing these games and it's a very very small percentage of people and the one thing i just hate is that when the news comes out is you have so many content creators who will rush to twitter and rush to their youtube channels and make this laundry list of games that you're missing out on and how it's such a devastating thing to the industry where it's you haven't booted up your 3ds in five years don't put this you know, don't pander and put on an act because, oh, I can't play Kid, Kid Icarus Uprising multiplayer anymore. If you haven't done it in the last four or five years to begin with, how significant of a loss is it to you truly? And that's the thing I really just, I don't enjoy seeing. It's just, it's bullshit. But from the stance of we are losing content in a way, yeah, it's disappointing but this is really just how the industry works. This is how technology evolves. You have to shut down servers and features that are no longer being used because if you keep them active, it's costing you money for something that a handful of people are using. You know, you just have to, you move on. You move on with new things, just like life. Yeah, I think it's just, a lot of times it's over-dramatized. People are like freaking out about it. But like you, like you said, they haven't played it in a really long time. But I do think that, it does kind of suck like like people, I don't know, 10 years, 20 years from now, you're not going to really able, be able to play Splatoon like we were now. And I just feel like with all these online games, it's kind of where where it's going. Like RGT said that 
the preservation of games is just going to be a lot harder and there's not a lot of people doing stuff for it. I guess there's maybe there'd be fan servers or something in the in the future, but I feel yeah, like it'd I be mean, hard. Cuz really that's that's the way to preserve these things. Like do you know how bad I would love to hop on to Metal Gear online from Metal Gear Solid 4 on my PlayStation 3, but that's been shut down for forever. But there are fan servers out there. There's fan servers for Metal Gear Online. There's fan servers for the original Metal Gear Online that was a part of three subsistence. Um, there are SOCOM fan servers. So if there's enough people out there still actively playing these games, you'll find a server popping up in there. And plus, like a lot of people in the chat are saying, it's not hard to hack these systems at all. Like you could be a complete novice and still do it in like 10 minutes. And I, I could speak personally from the 3DS standpoint, you get something called the H shop, which allows you access to everything, every game, every, every eShop title, like an eShop exclusive title, everything, everything is on there. Even the, um, the uh, like downloadable games, like the, the retro stuff is on there because i mean technically you can't purchase those things and give nintendo money on it so who gives a shit you know what i'm saying like if you want to take away things from people that's fine but you can't get mad when people are going to emulate it because i mean there if there's still a demand for it yeah yeah, yeah the h uh, nick said the h shop is like so you can do it all yeah you do it all from the system you literally do not have to once H shop is on your system, that's it. It just downloads it right to it. So it's it's great, dude. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing with this online, the online shutdown. We knew it was coming. You make your peace with it. Unless you were actively playing Splatoon 1 every week or every month, you're really not even going to notice this is happening. Because how many people really have their Wii U plugged in? And maybe they're playing Black Ops 2. But beyond that, what are you really playing that, online at this point? Isn't that like, isn't that like an Activision server though? Because I remember, like, the Call of Duty games worked on the Wii after the Wii's online services ended. Right, because that used that was using what GameSpy? I think it was using GameSpy. Yeah. Right. I don't know how it used in this instance because they haven't really. Did they break it down if it just? everything regardless of a server it's using whether it's third party or they said it nintendo servers the way they said it would make you believe it's everything but i think it'll be something that people will just have to test out so if you want to play splatoon for some like for some reason 10 years from now you have to have a hacked wii u to get on the fan server though right like you couldn't just pull it out of the box and and no and like, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. no you would have to you would have to emulate it. Um, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Maui, I think Moe Mo Aw says it's only first party, so you might be in luck. You blops two right. fans, so we can still play some Black Ops too. And Ghost Call of Duty Ghost was on there as Ghost, well. Yeah, I used to play that on there. I loved I loved playing the Call of Duty games on the Wii because people. People just sucked at it more so than <laughs> than on the other systems. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's really just a case of that this is going to continue to happen as these systems age. And what we have now in the industry that we really didn't have in years prior is that if Nintendo 
ever wanted to remaster or remake Splatoon 1, they have that option. They can do that. They can bring it to a more modern platform and give you that experience once again. And from a preservation standpoint, I don't know if I really consider the online multiplayer something that you have to preserve. It's If you want to preserve the game, the single player, what the game actually is, that's one thing. But to say, oh, the game's not completely preserved because the online multiplayer feature isn't there, that's kind of going another direction. If it's to preserve the multiplayer content, you know, let's say the maps, the weapons, things you could only acquire by playing multiplayer, that's also a different topic altogether. But this idea that we have to preserve everything in all existence, including online play of outdated games that no one's really playing, it just feels as though it's a snowball that's going to eventually turn into an avalanche for no reason. Because who is really out there saying, oh my god, I can't play Triforce Heroes on my 3DS. No! No! Such a great game. Well, you can um, still play it on the Game Boy Advance via the Game Boy Advance link. But Medallion says, isn't Splatoon 1 online only? There, yes. No, there's a single player mode in it. Yeah, it's kind of like a tutorial. It's it's like uh it's like all the single player modes in the Splatoon games. They they and honestly they even had a co-op mode in that game. So technically you could still play like the battle like maps and like all that just like you and one other person. Yeah, cuz they had the local co-op as well. Yeah. So I mean, at the same time we had two sequels to Splatoon at this point. Yeah, it's and it's not like it was a massive change or anything like that like because you could say, oh, well, if you want to play Metal Gear Online, you could play Metal Gear Solid 5's online. It's like, no, fuck you. That's a different game. That's a completely <laughs> different beast than Metal Gear Online was. Metal Gear Online was a much slower plotting experience, whereas that is a more guns blazing, you know, just, just run around and shoot mm. people style. Yeah. Game. And more or less, the online has stayed similar. Like, the, the specials and some of the weapons are different. But, like, really, I think the only reason to to really go back to Splatoon 1 would be for that that campaign, which was really good. But but that's going to be here, you know? It's not going away with this thing. Also, I don't know if you guys heard, but you know that side order, the, the actual Splatoon 2 DLC got announced to come out February 22nd? You mean Splatoon 3 DLC? Yeah, what did I say? You Splatoon said 2. 2. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I was very confused. I was like, sorry, wow, I'm, I'm sorry. Wait on that for a minute. <laughs> no. So what's the side or that's the the shit where it's like everything is like lacking color or something like that? Yeah. Okay. I it's... haven't touched Splatoon 3 in a very long time and I don't know that that'll get me back to it. The campaigns in Splatoon, I think, are probably like especially Splatoon three are some of the strongest. They're they're I don't know they're really good. I'm kind of excited for this because I've been I've been waiting for it for a while, and they like in a in a direct they only talked about how they were gonna have the Splatoon one lobby playable in Splatoon three for for no reason. So now we have the actual DLC, the story DLC that everyone was looking forward to. Did you play the? Uh, Oh god, what was it called? The one that the DLC that came to Splatoon 2 later down the road? Um what Oh, what well didn't cuz Splatoon 2 didn't have the the uh, the Octoling like the Yeah, the that's what it came. Run, yeah, salmon it came. Run. Well, it had it, Salmon Run, but it it the Octolings came from the DLC. 
Okay. Okay. So maybe I did. Yeah, it was really good. And so, like, I'm excited to see, like, how this turns everything up to 11 and stuff. Because, and it's coming out soon. And they just randomly dropped it on Twitter for, like, no reason. Nate, have you played this? No, I didn't play Splatoon 3 at all. Okay. He's a, he's a man. It was, <laughs> it was really a situation of you didn't need two Splatoon games in a single generation. And Splatoon 3 really didn't feel as though it was anything too substantial when it launched and it had just network errors for what, yeah the first couple of months and that was well and they still have them they're still pretty it. bad yet it doesn't get headlines interesting yeah but if it was a if it was a game on another platform you'd probably you'd probably hear about it i think it's because people don't expect anything from nintendo online anymore which is you're paying for it i mean yeah it's true but you're only paying $20 a month or hey you're a squid now you're a kid now are you are you a squid or a kid uh Josie um for sure a squid okay interesting interesting how about you uh I would say neither 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 what would you <laughs> classify yourself as a salmonid an octoling yeah. I'd say I'm an octoling okay I didn't realize that was an option Interesting. But I didn't give you one. <laughs> All right. So 3DS Wii U. So long. Goodbye. Um, obviously another big topic, which according to John, I've been getting some heat over. I don't give a fuck. The game sucks. Um, <laughs> Pal World. Pal I'm gonna World. I'm going to you off right now. What? Because I have to ask. Ask what? Are we a Nintendo podcast? Yeah. Why are we talking about a game that's only available on Steam and Xbox? Because it's... Because it has similarities to Pokemon? Yes, exactly. That's the only reason? And Well, I mean, and Nintendo took down content related to it because someone put a Pokemon thing yeah, in there. That, I mean... Obviously, you're going to... Okay, we'll skip it. What, what topic would you like to do? I, I'm, ju I'm strictly just asking <laughs> why a game like Pal World has to come up on a show where we talk about Nintendo and the Nintendo Switch and related Switch topics... Or a game that's not even on the platform. Have so, you seen all the videos from the Nintendo YouTubers? All the ones who because the Nintendo YouTubers are clinging to this topic because the word Pokemon came up, and the entire subject matter at this point feels as though it's just rinse and repeat. What's your stance on it, Nate? It's a game I had no interest in when they showed it last year because I don't like Ark style games. I still have no interest in the game because I don't like Ark style games. And the whole conversation is so diluted at this point that people don't even know what they're arguing or debating about. It goes from AI to whether the game is ripping off Pokemon, whether the game's anything like Pokemon, if the game is just like Archetype. And I don't think anyone knows what the hell they're talking about when it comes to this game anymore. You have people claiming Nintendo's mad about it because they used to work at Nintendo. But is there is there any fact to that? It feels as though fans of a franchise and a company are waging a war against a game that the company themselves have not waged war against because the fans feel as though it is their duty to wage this battle. Until Nintendo, Game Freak, or the Pokemon Company come out with an official statement saying we're suing over Pal World, I don't care about this game. I don't think any of the topics around this game right now are relevant because they're not going to get sued because Nintendo has never done that before. If they wanted to sue this company, it would have been over Craftopia, which looked like it blatantly ripped off assets from Breath of the Wild, and it just feels as though this is a talking point because people don't know what the hell they should be talking about in January. And the game is popular, so it's easy to get clicks on. 
Why do you think I it's mean, popular? Because I genu I I'm genuinely like if it did a, if it did like 500k a mil in the time frame, I'd be like, all right, you know, I could I could potentially see that. But like this is a whole new beast, and I I don't understand why. I think Unless... it's because it's marketed like Pokemon with guns, and so everyone's like, "Oh, I gotta check it out." And then it's it's not when they actually play it. But I just I it, nothing clicked with me. I mean, and let me let me preface it by saying I'm playing the Xbox Series X version. Supposedly that's a that's a earlier build of the game, and it's still a work in progress. But I'm just very surprised that it was as successful as it was because I felt like, you know, we'd seen this game before and like, you know, there were some discussions about it, but nothing too crazy, but people just, eh, GS says he thinks it's a trendy game, like only up. I mean, has yeah, anyone... he's kind of right. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a, it's a, um, it's an interesting topic, but you know, steering back to things, um, you know, Pokemon fans have definitely waged a war against this. And let's be real. It's it's nowhere near a technical masterpiece of a game. But compared to your latest Pokemon entries, it, you know, it's light years better. Competition is a good thing. If if Pokemon had competition and I mean real competition, like, you know, back in the day you had Digimon um, then he had Yokai Watch come out. You had Dragon Quest Monsters. I'm talking about real competition in terms of things like like sales and word of mouth and stuff but like that. Is All this competition? competition. Because it's yeah. if, it, if it's like an arc game, then it's nothing like Pokemon outside of the character designs. Right, but I think the comparison to it and people talking about how much better it runs, I think that, that could serve as competition. They might not be one-to-one, -one, but there's something there. I mean, yeah, it's it's similar. I would say it's similar enough to where comparisons could be drawn. Because if it wasn't similar enough, we wouldn't be talking about this. There, this would be, I mean, you could talk about other things involved in the game. That I, That's another thing that surprises the hell out of me. I am very surprised how people, how quick people are to just be like, oh, well, yeah, they, they, they made all of this. I can't believe anyone would say, you know, there's anything sketchy with it when you could clearly see the company's track record by their own admission kind of um kind of tells you otherwise right. about them but i, I, mean, I like big. big name people are just I, I think some of it is because people are definitively saying hey it's ai hey they stole this hey i don't think you should have been so definitive but Correct. you can make a case either way and if you dig I mean, into it there are some interesting things to be discussed there are interesting things and i think it's clear that at minimum they took heavy inspiration from numerous games and they looked at character models and such and they looked to replicate them as close as they could without being just blatant stealing or ripping them off completely and you know that's a topic in and of itself and that's shameful that you would look at a character model so closely and say okay let's recreate this and but that's not what people are really discussing around the game. It's the other allegations of AI or whether or not they had extracted the models one for one from the game and then just inserted them into this used AI to just make them slightly different. And there's definitely no backing to support that. So 
I just don't understand really the majority of the conversations around this game at this point. Yeah, and it's just like mil. outrage for the sake of it. It yeah. sold seven mil. Oh no! Okay. Now it's at eight million. Now it's at eight. Oh That's why, God. because the game's fucking selling like crack. How much? What? What does it? Uh, Medallion says it just updated it. What, <sighs> excuse me. What is the price of the game? Because I I just played it on, on Game Pass. Yeah, I, I played it on Game Pass too. What did you think about the game? I didn't like it, but I don't like Ark. I don't like survival games, so yeah, I like booted it up for a second. Yeah, I just. Either. I just. I'm not. I thought like bucks. it was a decent idea. Thirty bucks. Oh, that's interesting. So they're. I mean, if they're saying eight million sales, that's not including Game Pass. Yeah, they clarified yeah. that the eight million sales is strictly Steam. God wow. damn. Wow. Well, you know what? Hey, if they used AI and bought some bullshit off the asset store for unreal now they got enough money to where they could hire a motherfucker for real they could they could bring some hey, that's in, the pal. thing that could also be a takeaway here is that if you are an up-and-coming indie oh, studio yeah. or even if you're a triple a studio you don't need a 200 million dollar budget to create something that an audience is going to gravitate towards yeah you just you rip just... off and use ai but they didn't use <laughs> allegedly 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 yes. You see, that's the thing. If you come out, I think it was Andy Robinson of VGC put out the tweet today saying that this is essentially the Roblox of Pokemon. Which people would say, well, Roblox is a ripoff of Minecraft. It has some similar mechanics, but they're very two distinct things. And you have other people praising Pal World saying, well, yes, it has the inspiration of Pokemon in terms of the creature design. But then the gameplay is like Ark, and then it has elements of Elden Ring and so many different genre types that it somehow blends it together in a way that it doesn't feel as though it is convoluted. It does it very smooth that and creates an enjoyable experience. Again, I have not played this game. Those games do not interest me. So if that is the case, and it really comes down to, did you just blatantly rip off the game and approach the line of plagiarism as close as you can without crossing it, the concern then is how many other developers are going to approach that line and do something similar until the industry has to say, okay, imitation is a form of flattery, but this is ridiculous. Now we're getting now, to the, we're getting a little too close to theft. What is happening really with this game at this point that is there truly a controversy here? Is anything being lifted or is it just a case of way too close for comfort? Try not to do this again in the future. I do want to say one thing before we continue this discussion. There is another Nintendo podcast going on right now. They have 195 viewers. We have 180 viewers. Share this around with your friends, your family, your enemies, <laughs> your frenemies. Let's get those numbers up. Let's surpass them. Be the number one Nintendo podcast for the night. I'm just saying. I'm just 180 saying. is pretty fire for having as low as six subs subscribers as we on this channel. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you know, it's it's a popular it's a popular game right now and popularity is important. I do like the kind of you know, and this this I feel plays into Nintendo as well, but I do like the kind of two lines of thinking where a game that has a fraction of a budget of most of these AAA titles um can be this successful and make this much money, but then it, Again, on the other side of the spectrum, it's like, are you are you flying 
too close to the sun with this. Are you, you know, let's say, you know, let's say the, let's say some of the art, some say some of the art was made by AI. And not Alan Iverson. I, I saw somebody make a joke about that. Um, <laughs> artificial intelligence, not the answer. Um, but let's say that that's going to encourage people to do it. And, and you know, for the consumer, I can understand both sides. If a consumer says, I don't give a fuck how it's made as long as it's made and I like it. That's all that matters to me. I understand that. I also understand the other side where people are like, well, you know, there's there's um you know your your artists are going to lose their jobs motion people are going to lose their people are going to lose their jobs and that's you know a trickle down thing and then you know it's just it's it's a very slippery slope yeah i think ai should this is just a personal opinion but i think that ai should stay out of creative endeavors like for but it's as already long here. as that's i know thing. but it's like i don't here. I know, but just imagine if we could take this AI and put it towards like scientific research and stuff more so than like making art. Well, it I think. is there. I, I mean, mean, they yeah, are using it in the medical field. I I really think that's the only good way to use AI. I don't like it in creative stuff. I don't like AI YouTubers. Like I think that's so stupid. But yeah, I don't know. That's a personal opinion, of course. Well, there, I mean, yeah, there's already AI YouTubers. Because yeah, Quibble Cop. Well, no, there's there's way more than that. There's there's a whole. I was watching something. It was it was uh, oh, it, was, it had to do with um Puff Daddy, uh Diddy for the younger <laughs> audience, and it was because I, I like going rabbit holes when they talk about like exposing him and stuff, and it was a woman's voice, and it was it was interesting. I was like, this sounds kind of weird. And then once you started like pronouncing rapper names, she was saying them wrong, and I was like oh this is an ai like that was very very <laughs> yeah. convincing until you fucked up and you got all the names wrong so see the thing with ai and gaming is that ai can be a useful tool to complement the developer the programmer and such the concern isn't so much whether or not ai is going to take over the gaming industry in terms of replacing workers it's whether or not a publisher and a greedy corporation is going to prioritize AI over hiring human workers. That's the concern. And I think it was Square Enix who came out this week or last week saying, we used AI to create some of the avatar icons in Foam Stars. Now there's no direct evidence that that replaced an artist. That could have been an artist who was already working on the game, who would have been tasked that assignment, but was instead you know, reallocated elsewhere saying, hey, work on the art for this part of the game while the AI creates these trivial icons that otherwise would have taken you, let's say a month. That is helping that worker not to be just weighed down with unnecessary task. Who cares about a stupid icon where you turn the F sideways and then added another line and added fire behind it. If you can have AI do those type of tasks, that's helping the development team. It all comes down to implementation, and we just don't know if the implementation is going to be just and fair, or is it going to be used to exploit yeah. workers and put people out of jobs? That's the concern, and we don't have an answer to that yet because it's a capitalistic society. Corporations are greedy, and if they can find a way to replace a human with an AI algorithm to do that job, they will find a way to do so.
but we can't assume that's where the industry is going to move. Al Gore was right. And now he's got the rhythm, the algorithm. (laughs) Wow. Um, I guess we should talk about this as well, even though I'm ruining my video for tomorrow, but I'm kind of clickbaiting it. So you don't really know it's about (laughs) this, this leaked, you know, you got to play the game to make the money. The leaked Nintendo directs coming. It's coming. It's coming and it's coming soon. And we're all going to be here. And we got games. There's a new Kirby, evidently. There's a new Donkey Kong. And now it's Donkey Kong Country instead of just a standard Donkey Kong game. Even though a couple of months ago we were told that the next Donkey Kong game was not going to be Donkey Kong Country. They're redoing Famicom Detective Club to be Nintendo Detective Club, even though they just released Famicom Detective Club back in 2021. Yeah, yeah. Um. I did say in my video that's the OJ game because you play as a group of high school girls. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Unaccept that part of this podcast for sure. The only thing I gave a shit about was the um, what's that weird studio name like Touch Go or something? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. All right, thanks, Nate. Uh, Real, real informative there. Um, (laughs) Feel. Yeah, good feel, good feel. Okay. As I was making the video, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is. The only game from Japan that I want is that Goemon style game. And then luckily that ended up being the game. Like that I hope is true, but like everything else is just so generic. Um, you know. When is this alleged direct coming out or like happening? Uh, the seventh, I think, is what they're saying. Because last or in twenty twenty two, it was on the seventh. Nate, you're the insider guy. What 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 do you know? What have you been hearing? Give us a nugget here. We got almost um, two hundred people on the debut of this new channel. Like that's fucking good, bro. It is quite impressive. We need something to tweet about on Twitter. The four chan rumor is fake. Mm-hmm. So everything you just listed, not saying, oh, yeah. not necessarily saying the games listed there don't exist in some form, but as far as it being content for an upcoming direct, that's just not true. But what, what, ha, ha, okay, let me ask this. Have you heard any sort of birdies chirping about anything happening? <laughs> I have heard a few birds chirp, but I have not been able to hear their entirety of their song. Okay, okay. Reliable. Did you hear the date of which these birds might be chirping? The bird's song of date is a little inconsistent right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where's your F? Did you hear about your F Zero GX remastered? Because you're still on the line for that one, pal. <laughs> I've been trying to get clarity on that, whether or not the F-Zero project I had heard about was F-Zero 99 or something else. I do not have any clarity on that at the moment. Okay. Okay. How? Okay. Let me ask this. The 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 Metroid Prime stuff, the real Prime, um, you know, is that, <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know, um, like, let's be real here. There, there's. We're at the end of the system. I think we all can agree on that. 
with the with the end of the system, you're going to see things like remakes and remasters. Some of the things that have been talked about for years now: Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, F Zero GX, Metroid Prime Two and Three. Have we? Have you heard? Let's say in the past six months, have you have you heard anything chirp about those titles or? Obviously, you already discussed F-Zero. Just the Metroids and the Zeldas. Have you heard anything about sort of that? I have not heard anything relating to Twilight Princess or Wind Waker. Metroid Prime 2, wouldn't say in the last six months, but in the last year, I have heard a little bit about that, yes. Okay, okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I'm waiting on Rusty's Real Deal Baseball second <laughs> inning. <laughs> Like I think that could that needs to be like a launch game for the for the Switch too, if we're being honest. Like yeah, you, you think you have to barter with him again? Yeah. Hell yeah. That's how they should uh, make you buy a Switch too. So you have to barter <laughs> with Rusty. With Rusty on that website. Chat, what do you what 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 would you like to see? Uh get a remake or a remaster. I know in that leak was um Oracle, but it was from Grezzo and it was like a you can't really remake like you have to remake that game and that's just you're not just remaking one game you're remaking two games that seems like a, a bigger project than it has any right to be so you know to me i was i was like eh, that doesn't make much sense of course fire emblem um you know they shit one of those out a year now so i mean yeah <laughs> uh, a fire emblem remake i don't think or a warrior a we could get another warriors they like to do that I, I'm kind of surprised we haven't gotten a, a Warriors collaborative effort since uh, Age of Calamity. I yeah, we got thought... we got uh, three hopes, Fire Emblem oh, three hopes yeah, last year. Did, remember? I want I want different though. Like you yeah. already you already hit the peak with the first game. Like High Warriors was was the peak, and it's like everything else is eh, you know. Um, you imagine like a Mario War- Warriors? It'd be kind of cool because it'd be so like out of its element, you know. We don't have any Dono links, MBG, because this channel isn't monetized yet. We need to. <laughs> we need people to watch and share. We need four thousand hours of watch time. We need time. watch time, pal. <laughs> we hit the subscribers already, but I see someone said um, Donkey Kong uh, Country One through Three re- remake or remastered. That could actually be. Oh, that would be amazing. That would be that amazing. Would, that would be pretty cool. I know some people have been talking about. Um, Star Fox. I've seen people making videos on oh Streamlabs. I don't know where that, where that would be linked. Talk to John. Talk to the idiot. John. <laughs> Instead of having Streamlabs MVG, we have a Patreon. Oh yeah, and people then after... can give five dollars for a month, and they can join us in our Q and A, which is at right directly after this. Directly after the show, there will be a um, there will be a. Uh... I used to know about Streamlabs. I used to use it. Um, there will be the Q&A portion, so make sure you guys tune into mm-hmm. that. Or you can... Games, whatever. Um, Star Fox, what Star you... Fox Adventure would be cool. I would like that. What are you expecting to see from this direct RGT? Remakes, remasters, third party. Um, Wait, we're talking think... about a direct that hasn't even officially been announced? Yeah, but I mean, I think we're all under the impression that something will February's happen. February's always because happen. because when you look at their lineup of games, what is there? We got there's, four. Yeah, there's four. So, you know, unless that system is coming out 
sooner than um sooner rather than later i, I like that one by katsu samus returns port that'd be amazing that would be so good because that game is just sitting away rotting on the 3ds <laughs> and if you upscale that bitch like you don't have to if you take a 3ds emulator put it on a switch cartridge and then have it so that it runs at max settings that's all you need to do that is all you need to do to make that game great because i have played it at like all the way upscaled you know uh, 1080p 4k and it looks gorgeous upscaled yeah plus then we'd have all of the metroid games like all the 2d metroid games on the switch every single right. one of them Nate, what, what what weird game would you like <laughs> Yeah, I think the first direct of the year is really not going to be anything that special. I think it's just going to reaffirm the first half lineup, which is likely the majority of games that they have already announced. And maybe we get one surprise, be it a Metroid Prime 2 release, or maybe they finally officially confirm the Fire Emblem or Genealogy of the Holy War remake coming to Switch. But beyond that, I not expecting much from a February Direct at this point because the transition is beginning. They have to just clear that road, prepare for the Switch 2, and they're not going to bog down the remainder of 2024, especially in an early Direct. It's just going to be, hey, these are the games coming to the Switch in the next handful of months. We're going to give you a new look at them. Thank you. Bye. We're not expecting like a Switch 2 release here, right? I feel like no, that's... No, 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 yeah. God, no. No, not at this direct, no. Yeah. No, just just making sure we're on the, on the same page. <laughs> All right. And for our final segment, we have our debate. It will be a spicy one tonight, folks. We'll be debating on who is the worst Nintendo character. Can be from any Nintendo-related property game the panel has been given enough time to think about this and ponder over it um would anyone like to go first i would like to go first all right floor is yours okay the worst character the worst nintendo character i think is baby peach what is the point it's only mario kart pretty much we can we can do a blanket statement all the babies are horrendous even the one that was even Baby Mario that has his own game, that is the worst part of that game. He's cute, but then he opens his little mouth and he won't start crying. The baby characters just in general take up so many spaces on Mario Kart that it's not even... There's there's just no point. If you want to play a light character, you go Toadette, you go Toad, or a single one of the babies. But having all of them, I think, is insane. And Baby Peach is so pointless never has baby peach been in a game i guess she was in the mario movie for that two second clip of her coming into to the mushroom kingdom but i think baby peach is just obnoxious and there's no point in keeping her around and i hope that the next mario party gets rid of them all right all right um nate would you like to go next man there's so many odd Nintendo characters. I'm going to go with one of the more obscure characters dating back to the GameCube generation. And it is Zanaba. Who? What? The alien banana from Donkey Kong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. What the Ow. hell was his deal? Why does he even exist? His name is obscure. It's an alien banana. And an otherwise quality game. That had no point. Never seen him again. He goes up there with Gino from uh, Mario RPG. A character everyone's like, I need Gino, I need Gino. Then you actually play Mario RPG and you realize Gino's really not that special. Gino's so banana. boring. Dun, 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 yeah, Gino's terrible. Dun, dun, dun. Gino's I was just shocked. a meme character. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I mean, he's a fucking toy. What do you expect? MC um, Horus was also in consideration for the worst oh, Nintendo yeah. character of all time. But yeah. considering I already played the game once and then he was sent to the Elmer Glue Factory, I spared him this humiliation of being declared the worst Nintendo character of all time. But an alien banana. There is. Get with the friggin' program. There is one clear answer. You're going to say wart, aren't you? No, I will not say wart. I will say the one clear answer. You want to go back in time, pal? We're going to go back in time. <laughs> not to the GameCube era. Not to the Super Nintendo era. Not even to the NES era. A little bit, little bit before that. Go back to the Famicom era. The fucking devil from Devil World. Fuck him. <laughs> First and foremost... Devil World sucks. The game sucks. It's not good. People just like it because there's <laughs> Nintendo and it's like, oh, look, evil. Ooh, that's cool. No, Devil World sucks. Okay. The character sucks. And there's a reason. Hey, 226 to 222, boys. We passed them. Good job, <laughs> chat. Um, the game just sucks. It sucks. Everything about it sucks. There's no redeeming quality that the reason why they've been fuck Labo too. But the reason why you've never seen the <laughs> devil from devil world, like anything else is because it sucks. It's like a crappy Pac-Man. You know what else sucks? The eggplant from Kid Icarus. Oh uh, yeah. I don't like him. So who wins? Chad gets to we, decide. I think we all, I think we all won. You know, you know who else I do? hate as far as like an official Nintendo mascot in terms of like their own thing for a game? I hate the ice climbers. Yeah, I don't really like yeah. them either. They're kind of I don't annoying. like them in Smash. I mean, and like once again, they were like a one and done because there was just mm -hmm. the ice climbers on the NES, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Evan. I don't know how to chat vote. Here, I'll do it. Can you? Yeah. Have access to the YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, right yeah. Now. So the options are you're going to have to spell the yours to her, Nate. Oh, man. Devil from Devil World. Devil. <laughs> Baby Peach. Yes. And then Nate. And X A N A. X Xanax. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just a. I think it's another A N A B. But yeah, could you put alien banana? Yeah, yeah I'm gonna do that. Banana. Okay. All right. Well, I can't see it. That's lame. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna, I would get on my phone, but my phone is upstairs. I will go into the thing and vote with my <laughs> personal account. Yeah, chat vote. Okay, fuck all of you. Let's get some devil from Devil <laughs> Worlds up in here. Why? Who's Let's winning? Let's go. Right now? Baby, baby Peach is dominating. Fifty-three. The I babies, they suck. 
It's because nobody played. That's how. That's how you know I won because nobody fucking played what? Devil World. To okay, know that I can use the same is. logic that I won because nobody played the Donkey 30, Kong game on the game. Thirty-five percent. Oh, a lot of people did. No, I went through a lot of characters, but I, I figured the babies because they are the most relevant. People hate them in the Mario Kart ones, and I don't like them either, so it just makes the most sense to argue that the babies are the worst. Well, what would you rather deal with, a baby life. or an alien banana? A baby. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> so the Hold alien on. banana That's is worse. That's not what I meant. You just endorsed my banana. candidate. No. Not yeah, I, I, I think... <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I mean, I would rather deal with it. You heard it here. Because you could Does just he... step. You could step on a banana and be straight. He's big. He's an alien. Yeah, but you could like. Yeah, he's, just... it's a baby. You can't stab a baby. You could stab a banana and get away with it. Yeah, you could get rid of a, a banana real easy. You can't get that rid baby, of a baby. No, that banana was tough. <laughs> I'm a prom night dumpster baby. <laughs> Dear God. She said you can't get rid of a baby. Obviously, where there's a will, there's a way. You shouldn't, chat. Yeah, you shouldn't. That, that's much better. No, Devil World was never released in the U.S. See? See? Yeah, that's nobody why. played it. Everyone played Baby Peach. It, should I play it, Devil World? Maybe I will. No. Is it? No, no it, you really it's shouldn't. on NSO. You could play it for two oh, seconds. Oh, really? And then, yeah. yeah you'll play it for two seconds, and you'll be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Yeah, you know that like annoying a devil in Smash Brothers who just moves the stage up and down? Yeah. He like points That's... him. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. But all of a sudden, everyone loves everyone loves the devil, and they don't vote for him, even though Whoa. he ruins your Smash Brothers experience. Did Dark Void just say Whizpig is the worst character? Who's Whizpig? I don't even know who that is. Who's that? I'm surprised nobody said Rusty. From Diddy Kong Racing. He's the villain. Yeah, he's the main bad guy. Oh. I, yeah, I thought Rusty would... I mean, Slippy's all right. Like, Slippy, you know, he's Slippy just a little... you just kill. You know, he's a little saucy, but he's all right. Well, I guess... I guess Josie's going to win. Yeah. Well, the alien banana has a lot... Still has a lot of votes coming his way. You're only at 34%, pal. That's pretty good. Where are you? 817. Yeah, that so wasn't you... 18 and then somebody. Well, Slippy needs to get back here. He needs to watch out. He's got a bogey on his tail. Thanks, Fox. And that's Fox. why you shot him well, and got him me. out of the way. Try some assault. They really do need to make a new, a new Star Fox game. Like... <laughs> It's kind of ridiculous that they don't have one because I really would like one. The Hornets How... and the Donkey Kong games, yeah, those aren't great either. How would you modernize a Star Fox game though? I feel like what they're doing right now is not working. Like you they just... got to they got to change it. No. Open world? No, I think you take the Star Fox 64 formula, you make it bigger, better and better, and then you have some fun online components. Because Star Fox 64, everyone just thinks of the R-Wing. Why don't uh -huh. we think of, the, the, like, the Landmaster? Like, you can make the Landmaster. You could do, and you have, you know, the free, the, the what's what's the thing called? Engaging. 
when you go into like a 3D sphere and you can fly around everywhere, um, yeah. you could have more segments of those, you know, more dog they fights. did. It was called Star Fox Zero. Yeah, but that was contingent. That game got ruined a... by the controls, though, too. Yeah. I, I liked the controls. Bad. I liked them. Yep. I thought they were fine after five, yeah, ten minutes. Fine. No. I was but like once... 13, though, so I couldn't adapt. I was freaking out. But they also, they didn't have any online in that game. The problem was, was that Bayonetta 2 had that mm. Star Fox segment in it, and that was fucking yep. way better than... Yeah, it looked awesome, and... Yeah... I mean, Star Fox Zero really is just a... It's a sequel to Star Fox 64. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think I think you got to take it off rails, though, really. Do it like... I mean, you could... Like Starlink, maybe. Yeah, like do it, Star- I would just no. give it to Ubisoft. Yeah, no. do Starlink, but, but don't do, like, the Ubisoft uh. towers, but do Starlink and, like, f- just fix it. Because who who's playing on-rails shooters anymore, you know? Poor sin and punishment, just throwing it away, right into the dumpster, like a prom. Are they playing it right now? Baby. You have to stop I, bringing it back to the song. They might, they might be. I don't know what people are playing right now. Sin and Punishment Two is one of the best Wii games that nobody bought. I bought it. I bought a lot of. I mean, they were giving it away at five below with like any purchase. Really? Yeah, they had a lot of copies at a point. I don't think I've ever been to a five below. Which is weird because that seems like one of my stories. All right, folks, we're going to go ahead and wrap <laughs> things up here to all the Patreon members. Be on the lookout. Actually, there might be the link. Uh, John might have already posted the link. If for some reason he hasn't. I'm just going to assume that he has. But we will be live in about. 10 minutes or so just a little uh break i gotta take a whiz too um have to give a huge shout out before we go though to of course our producers we of course have the usual suspects trent a at the producer role william hoag at the executive producer mr joby at the executive producer joshua butts aka the butts man at executive producer john o an achievement at executive producer thank you guys so much for keeping the spawncast network alive and of course we have the game orb as our sponsor once again make sure you guys go show him some spawncast love check out his channel check him out on twitch that is the game orb he does gameplay videos he does convention walkthroughs so you don't have to go to a convention and deal with a bunch of smelly people i'm rgt85 josie got anything planned I will be back on YouTube February 1st on my channel. I'm sorry for the lack of uploads. Please, but Please try and make it better. Yeah, um, I will really work on it. And Nate, well, Nate, you're filming something tomorrow, right? Oh, we had to delay it a little bit. So we'll probably be filming it next week and it will go live next week. But it will be a very entertaining and enlightening episode full of valuable information. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you guys for the fucking crazy numbers, man. That's awesome. Um, This definitely did a hell of a lot better um, than I thought it would. And like I said, if you are a Patreon member, spawncastnetwork.com, we'll see you in about 10 or so minutes. All right. Later.